Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. Let's Talk Peaches is a community where all humans come to have raw, authentic, open, and respectful conversations about various topics. Nothing is off the table. All topics are welcome. Get ready to dive in and explore the uplifting as well as the extremely uncomfortable. Be sure to come back and check us out every week. We put out new episodes every Monday. If you're new, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We appreciate that so much. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate So much appreciation. All right, let's dive into the episode. Let's do it. Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. How was your day, Lindsay? How's your week been? This was the Monday after Thanksgiving week. Ooh, we had a Trader Joe's extravaganza, I'd yeah. say. We had really great to- tofurkey. <laughs> Doesn't um, sound good. It's like a tofurkey, but it really was It really tasty. was tasty. It really had lots of flavor. The gravy was great. The texture was good. We tried it last year, but we burnt, burnt it. it. So yeah, didn't cook it right. But so, this year was a lot better, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I hope everyone got some good deals from this weekend with shopping and everything. Any fun stories that you would like to share? Anything interesting happened to you? Interesting happened? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did anything interesting happen? Um, no. No? <laughs> no? Like, well, I bought a mug. I bought a mug and a... Bu- oh, okay. I bought a mug and a candle from Anthropology, which was like 30% off, and that was great, and that will be arriving at some point. And then I also... I've always wanted to get those sheer text tights. Oh, yeah. If you haven't heard of those, They're like indestructible, up. apparently. Yeah. Indestructible tights, and we always get rips in our tights. Always. And we creative problem solved in high school with really leaning into the holy tights, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was the aesthetic. It was the aesthetic. But now I'm like, nah, I'm like not really into it. I want tights that are sheer and will last and indestructible. Yeah. So I bought some. With- oh, you actually you actually bought, bought a pair? Yeah, I bought a pair that were 50% off, which was amazing. I looked last year and they were only like having a 10% off sale mm-hmm. and they're expensive. Their, they stepped up their game So instead of like $80, they were like $40. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, okay, this is, I'm willing to try it out for that price. Mm-hmm. I had, oh, that's right. I had just bought a friend a birthday present. And so I had put in my... Uh, billing address mm-hmm. and then her address is the shipping address and the system that they use is the same as that other site so it just it's so quickly auto it automatically filled out auto filled and then I and then I hit checkout it was just so fast yeah it all happened so quickly it all happened so quickly and so my friend is going to be receiving <laughs> on, like I emailed them being like wait can you I couldn't figure out how to cancel the order or did they did they say that they would figure it out no they said hello Thank you for your message. We'll we are receiving <laughs> in 100 years. <laughs> no, it was like an automated response saying, we'll get back to you as soon as we can, but we have a high volume of emails. So hopefully I get those. If not, my girl Steph is going to be getting my tights. <laughs> Did you, you let her know? I haven't let her know yet because I haven't even gotten like the, they're out for shipping. Gotcha. So I'm hoping to resolve it before <laughs> to involve her that's great yeah so i'm hoping i'm hoping i get those that's good that's good that was my black friday friday chaos (laughs) you i I, 
Nicole. I um I have a story I can tell. So I got my hair or I got I went to a laser hair removal appointment the other day and it was my second to last treatment for my upper lip. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, Oh my gosh, I see that we're nearing the end oh, for yeah. your upper lip. Uh, is there anything else? Do you think do you think that you might want to get anything else done? And I was like, honey. <laughs> eyebrows would down. I? <laughs> eyebrows down would be the goal. Um, but the budget is not like ready for that commitment yet. I was like, but I would, you know, my maybe my legs, I would love to get some pricing, right? And so she was like, Great, yeah, we can we can like go to the front desk and get you some quotes and as we're walking out <laughs> I'm like, so where exactly, if I was going to get, like, my whole leg, where is the upper leg end? Like, and, yeah. Like, and I'm, like, measuring it out as we're walking in the in the room. Like, is so here? Would it be here? She's like, yeah, right below the bikini line. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the actual lobby area, and we're in the lobby, and she's like, what package, what, like, bikini line package would you want? I was like, oh, my gosh, do I have to choose right now? So much pressure. Mm-hmm. I was like, why don't you give me the biggest, the biggest one you have, and if I can, like, pare down from there, if... Mm-hmm. If, sensible if i decide the mm-hmm. pricing is too much i can just right. level, level down right, right the technician right. walked me up to the front and said to the lady behind the desk okay so we need quotes for um just the upper leg full leg and then and then the ideal <laughs> the I- ideal image bikini package and she goes oh because that's the perianal one <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I my butt done yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> put that in there <laughs> all in the lobby <laughs> and i'm like Yes, please. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite moment with those quotes was. Oh yeah, because I they printed them. They printed them they out. Printed and them I brought out. them. I brought them home. And as you may have re- know or remember, as a listener, we are living with our parents at the moment for Miss Rona during <sighs> Rona times. Yeah. So you know, I'll set the scene a little bit. I was cooking something, so I'm at the stove. Father is sifting through papers on the breakfast bar slash counter, so we're near each other. Mom is f- drifting in the kitchen somewhere, mm-hmm. and then Nicole is in the living room. We have kind of an open concept house, so I'm pretty sure I was working. And as Dad is sifting through all of these papers, he comes across a quote for Ideal Image, and he and he just he just quick he just saw the top, and he was like, D-, and it's Nicole's name. Nicole, do you need do you this? need this? Do you need this? Can I throw it away? And Nicole goes, hmm, um, what part? What what body part is it for? <laughs> anus. <laughs> anus. Who gets their anus done? Lots of people, Dad. Lots of people get Lots their anus people. done, Dad. Sometimes you like a like a smooth booty, you mm-hmm. know? So that was my little story yeah. that I could share. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this week, let's talk boudoir, peaches. Yeah. We're so excited about yeah. this topic and this episode. Speaking and, of booties. And this guest. Yeah, that's a nice segue. We are having Hannah Rachel on this week to talk about all things... All things boudoir. We're going to get into what exactly boudoir is, what it's like to be a photographer. Yeah, we're really going to we're gonna pick her brain about all of the details. Um, like why, her, why you should do it, why it's beneficial. Yeah, maybe the controversy, how she deals with any haters. It will be fun. I'm excited to yeah. share this conversation with you and to have this conversation with her. Yeah, and Hannah's really great. We've been followers and fans of Hannah for a while, and we've um, actually had the lovely pleasure of meeting her. So, And she's really, really kind and I think and just like a generally yeah. wonderful person. Okay, so we'll bring in Hannah. Yeah. We'll... Uh, just tune her in super quick and we'll, we'll cure up and we'll talk about all things booty. Yeah. Booty boudoir. Okay. Hi, Peaches. So we have Hannah, Hannah Rachel here with us. Hi, Rachel. Or hi, Hannah. Hi, Rachel. 
<laughs> hey guys, what's up? <laughs> we like to start every podcast by asking our guests, what's up, Peach? How's your day going? Mm-hmm. You said that you went to the grocery, the grocery store, store, fought a woman for Clorox. Yeah, it was um, pretty eventful. So I probably will not be going back to the store until at least after Thanksgiving, maybe after Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like a plan. Did you have any shoots today? I had no shoots today, thank God. Um, I decided to take off the week of Thanksgiving because it's Mm. been a little hectic leading up to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am very excited to hop right back into it on Monday. Yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. So do you want to start off by telling us how you got started and exactly what you do and all of that jazz? So I like to call myself an empowerment photographer versus a boudoir photographer. Okay, okay. I use boudoir because it's the most like known terminology for it, but I feel like boudoir sometimes gets a bad rap because it's like 80s glamour shots kind of mm. coming back. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like to kind of tell a story with my work. I kind of got into it from shooting weddings and having brides come up to me and contact me about special gifts for their fiancés for the day of the wedding. And uh, I really mm. just kind of fell in love with it after that first bride contacted me and it just kind of blew up from there, honestly. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. So how would you describe what exactly is boudoir slash empowerment photography? So for a lot of people that don't know, the French word boudoir is actually like bedroom. So it's kind of just like that intimate moment that you're home in your bedroom alone, or maybe sometimes it's couple sessions. But it's really just that that photo shoot that's based around you who you are naturally, finding the beauty in yourself. And I think that it's really important that everyone does this at least once in their life because Mm. you don't really get to see what you look like until you see yourself through someone else's eyes. And I always say that I'm that person that has the kind eyes to show you who you are. So Mm. I think it's really important to kind of just slow down a little bit, see yourself through someone else's eyes and take that time for you. Get pampered. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would would recommend – yeah, I would recommend. We haven't um, we haven't said this yet, but we we did a a shoot with with Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> may or may not have done a shoot with Hannah, and I think it's awesome. I thought it was really fun, and mm-hmm. you feel. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but I think it, I agree with you. It's something that everybody should do at least once in their life. I feel like I'm gonna do it every decade. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be nice. Yeah, be nice. To yeah. Look back. You know what I mean? We so when we told people that we were doing this, they were like, "Oh my god, that's so cool! I mm-hmm. would love to do that, but I'm gonna wait until this, or I'm gonna wait until that. Whether it would be mm-hmm. whether it was, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait until I'm in a relationship with someone so that I can like do it for for someone, or they said, oh, 'Oh, I'm gonna wait until I lose how many pounds.' And I was right. like, first, first of all, like, wait, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I think you well, you definitely don't need to do it for a partner. It's nope. it's it's it's, it's for, for yourself. You. Whether you're, even if you're doing it for a partner, you're you're the one who's going to benefit. I think the most from it. Mm-hmm. And then I did the shoe probably when I've ever, I'm at the heaviest I've ever been. Thank you, quarantine fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I I really feel like that was I think the best way to do it because yeah. you know I remember you saying when we were about because we booked it about we booked it in October or no 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 we had it in October and I think we booked it in like July. 
Yeah. It was like early July because I didn't yeah, have something my... like that. Yeah. Because I. Oh, hello, yeah. baby. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's like, look at me. Look at me. This They're both just surrounding me right now. Both of my dogs. <laughs> What's going on? They know. They know what. They know something important's happening. So cute. They're like, this is this is walk time, mom. Why are we not walking? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So cute. Um, but I remember we booked it. We booked it like a couple of months before, and I remember you saying like, Oh God, I got. Yeah. Maybe it should wait or something and I and I remember being like no this is good this mm-hmm. is good I was worried that I was worried about booking it a couple of months in advance which I mean now you're so booked out people would have to yeah. book so <laughs> far in advance but I was like I don't want to um back out Mm-mm. I just want to do it and I want to do it now mm-hmm. but yeah and the the reason that it's so important to just kind of trust yourself and your body at where you are when you book it is because our bodies are always going to be changing. Like, mm-hmm. how many times have you been like, oh, my God, I wish I could tell my high school self that I was skinny, but, like, you don't mm-hmm. see it. You don't believe it. Exactly. So, like, regardless of how you are right now in life, learning to love yourself at every stage is the most important part of, like, you. Like, your body is your home. And mm-hmm. if you can't love it at every stage that it's going to go through – you're not going to love it at its worst and you're not going to appreciate it at its best. So taking that time to really like, okay, like me too. Like I am girl, quarantine was like (laughs) the worst (laughs) and I have been trying so hard to get to the gym and it's like life is a struggle sometimes, Mm -hmm. but being able to stop, slow down and be like, okay, I know I got a little bit of a tum right now, but like, it's kind of cute. I still (laughs) appreciate it. Like it's there. It's doing its job. It's keeping me safe during quarantine. It's fighting off a pandemic, you know, no biggie. (laughs) And this is the hard thing a lot for like moms too, because, you know, your body is changing now by having children and your Mm -hmm. body is always going to change after children. Mm -hmm. It is never going to go back to what it was. So, you know, taking that time to appreciate it at every single step, whether you're at your goal or past your goal or going for a different, you know, body image goal it's good to appreciate it exactly where it is because it will always, always change. People post-pregnancy, your body is obviously a lot different than what it was pre-pregnancy. And every stage is quite beautiful. And every stage, like you made a human, you know? Yeah. How cool are you? <laughs> there's actually, there's an Instagram influencer or I don't know what she wants to call herself, but someone on Instagram, she had a baby, I think it was maybe like a year and a half ago. And she's been honestly documenting her you know her body post who are you talking about her name um alex alex cement like clement or something oh okay but she she was like a like taylor swift skinny mini and then after her baby like obviously it's taking her a little bit longer to get back especially because she had mm -hmm. a more like a a a pandemic baby so you can't go to the gym and like it's hard Mm -hmm. to you know yeah she got pregnant and she gained some weight yeah she was pregnant and And like she was she was like my boobs I can't even tell you like (laughs) they are so big and just like just her 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 journey I I love so what I'm trying to say is I love her honesty and I love her perspective and she's loving her body and she's like posting it all and she's like Mm -hmm. I think she's like creating this awareness which Mm -hmm. is now we're getting a little a little bit off topic right yeah (laughs) it's like loving loving the skin that you're in and appreciating it and as long as you're treating your body with respect and maybe treating it with respect means showing it off a little you know what I mean yeah yeah absolutely I think it's funny too because um I'm sure that this is a more common name but Ishkra you guys know who that Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah so she's like a big model for Abercrombie and everything and Mm -hmm. I love that you know 
Airy or Abercrombie, like these more common name brand stores are starting to really show real mm-hmm. bodies again. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so important because Iskra just had a baby too during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And she talks widely about, you know, her jeans not fitting anymore and that it's okay. Yeah, Being a woman or, you know, doing these things that our bodies can do are literally so amazing and we take it for granted or we feel like we have to compete with this weird like overhead I don't know how to explain it like the media just Mm -hmm. creates this like bubble of expectations that are so difficult to keep up with and you know it's near impossible so being able to learn to appreciate your body before you get to that point will help you appreciate it more once you're at that point you know seeing stretch marks and seeing real bodies more often seeing yourself as a model seeing, you know, friends who you see every single day get dressed up and have fun and become a model and seeing their real bodies is just so beyond important. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. We talked about this. I forget. Oh my goodness. I forget who we were talking about. It was like diversifying your feet. Oh, Katie. Yeah. With our body image episode, episode. diversifying your feed with um, all but, sorts of bodies. Yeah. Bodies yeah. that look like you, but also that don't look like you. Yeah. And I think that, you know, those BuzzFeed videos that they would say like beauty through the decades and they used yeah. to like, they would show this and then this. And there was like, I remember watching that and being like, oh my God, if I, if I was born in I like the 1600s, if I was born in Greece at this decade, I would have been the it girl. But yeah. then that like really o- opened up my eyes to like, oh, it, I mean, Beauty is, is it's, pers- it's just, it's subjective to, mm-hmm. to, like, there's, people are defining what that means, but also we can, as we get older and as, like, our generation has more power, we're, we're able to kind of redefine that, like, beauty is limitless and, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what, like, a group of people say, but, but anywho, I think, <laughs> I think you gotta, you gotta give your body respect, give it some props, yes. give it some props, you know? So what can someone expect when they book a shoot, what is the process? So as you guys know, once you book a shoot with me, I try to stay pretty hands-on, even though I've gotten a little bit crazier lately with bookings and everything happening. I try to let you know that you're in control the entire time. Once mm-hmm. you arrive at the shoot, you can wear whatever you want to wear. You know, I'm very fond of the whole like my body, my choice, going into poses that feel comfortable to you, talking beforehand a little bit about, you know, how sexy you want to go or whether it's just like a beautiful day of portraits for you. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, help people pick out their lingerie or when they come in, honestly, my closet has grown tremendously. I think I spent like three grand the other day just on lingerie. Yeah, you have a uh, lovely closet. I feel like on on yeah. your website or on your Instagram, you're like, yes. you're like, bring your own stuff. Like we have a few pieces and then we got there and I was like, damn, this is so much. <laughs> you have more pieces than I do have shirts in my closet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I try to play it safe. Everyone's different with their bodies. Everyone oh, for sure. Hide different things. So like, mm-hmm. I think right now in my closet, I have around like 300 pieces mm-hmm. ranging from like an extra small to like a 5x so I try to bring in enough variety in each size that if you bring something that you're like you know what I'm feeling hot I'm feeling sexy today I don't want this outfit that I brought it is too safe mm-hmm. you can go through wear some like sparkly meshy chain thing that you yeah. pick out of my closet and then you can just like rock it so yeah. I like to have that little bit of variety when people come in I like them to know that you know, even if you're not the lingerie shopper type of person, that mm-hmm. you can still wear it and you can still look beautiful in it. And I like people that, you know, also step out of their comfort zone and wear little jean booty shorts and like 
a beater from Walmart. Like you can mm. make anything sexy. So I think it's fun for people to come with something that's like their personalities that they're yeah. wearing. Yeah. But also to let them know like it's okay to like step out of your comfort zone and do something a little wild and crazy that mm-hmm. I that yeah. Would be fine. <laughs> yeah. It was so I have I hadn't done too too much lingerie shopping before Mm-mm. and like I think it would be fun to design a lingerie brand mm-hmm. that makes oh, a little bit that's more... my goal <laughs> yeah I mean you'd be so perfect for it like that is like accessible to all sorts of people and, and sizes and images and all of that stuff but yeah. I want I mean that's something that I wanted to talk about a little bit was shopping online for lingerie especially so now especially in this you know in this in the pandemic <laughs> it's hard to I feel like so many places are closing too. Like mm-hmm. Amazon, once they came out, like everything started moving online. Even Victoria's yeah. Secret started closing down stores. You know, there were never really a lot of competitors of Victoria's Secret. It's kind of like name brand stores would just kind of pop up with like a hey, we also carry underwear now. And you're mm-hmm. like, cool, it goes up to a large thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like the online shopping has really kind of helped a community grow because people could see what was like really messed up in the lingerie world of inclusivity that mm-hmm. I think that these little boutiques are starting to pop up. Um, there's even some wonderful people on Etsy that have been making mm-hmm. some homemade lingerie and stuff that have been more inclusive than Victoria's Secret ever has been. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I use a lot of different places online right now whether it's Victoria's Secret for like some things. I only have like two or three things in my studio from them that like they were like cute. I had to have them, so I bought them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's another place that I use called Thistle Inspire, which yes. is a smaller community. I love them. They are really great with like stretchy, sheer, kind of like embroidered fun things. And I love my sheer embroidered lingerie. There's another place called Ulala Sheri, which is a little bit bigger now. I feel like they've been getting bigger as the years have been going on, but they're great for that inclusive kind of lingerie from that extra small to the 5x range mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of like dainty lacy things or like that kind of meshy embroidered things and a few florally things in between too so they've mm-hmm. been great Shein is a hot mess let's just <laughs> yeah yeah let's just speak about that that's that whole yeah. fast fashion trend that yeah. well we popped, gotta think we about were like led where... to that site too yeah, and then yeah. it was like oh my god nine dollars for this thing yeah. and you're like but, i'm like what does that mean though yeah, yeah. Why, why is it Who's not making like, nine dollars <laughs> like what it's like <laughs> fits my thigh but it says it's a 5x like yeah. yeah no cups no padding no type of any structure to it just like that fast fashion whatever but there's a couple other places that, you know, I've recommended in the past. You know, Torrid is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything is built well. Everything is made nice. Yeah. I think they now are starting at size like eight up to like a 5X or something like that. I yeah. think that's what their double zero is. And then you have like Lane Bryant, which is great. And there's a couple other places that I shop at too. But those guys yeah. are always like my go-to. We'll, we'll definitely we'll have to do – Because a- we're, we're going to post some of our photos when this – We've been kind of holding back on posting our photos online, so (laughs) we're going to post more of our photos when this episode comes out, But and we'll tag where we got ours. You got a lot of yours. I I got all of the ones you ended up taking photos and were from that. um, Yeah, actually, it was. So this place is called Mm Co-Edition, and I'm pretty sure they call themselves a plus-size brand, but... I thought they were good. I mean, the saving grace when you're shopping online for lingerie is to look up the measurements and just, you know, mm-hmm. pull out t- your measuring t- tape, pull out the string, measure your bust and whatever else they have and pull it up to the ruler and see what it is. Because that other one that you got 
was like you were it was I was so a, different. The, I the was chain. A, yeah, I was <laughs> afraid. I, I would pull it out of the bag and I'd be like, oh, my God, this is so small. But then it stretched. And then, <laughs> and then it stretched. Well, because they're stretchy. So stretchy. Yeah. But I think that was that was helpful. I don't like shopping online because I feel like my body is a medium some things, an extra large in yeah. some things, a small yeah. in other things. It's yeah. just like yeah. I can't win. So I'm like, I like to try things on. So shopping Same. online was a, ner- a nervous process for me. But it yeah. worked out. I ended up getting more than enough pieces and I yeah, like had a hard time just sure. deciding so it was a good problem to have that's like one of the reasons I love uh ASOS have you heard of them before mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're great because they like send everything to you with like an already ready to go shipping label back to them they're oh, like wow. we know bodies are different like it's totally okay cool um and they also offer like petite sizes but for really busty girls which is nice because that's mm-hmm. another yes. huge thing is like proportions are not always going to be the same so, you know, being able to get that really small band that you need, that really mm-hmm. full cup, like, mm-hmm. so important. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I just got to find something that my ass will fit in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I would recommend for someone, if you're planning on booking a boudoir shoot and you don't know what your lingerie style is, is head to Pinterest, mm-hmm. start that Pinterest board, mm-hmm. see what you like, mm-hmm. and then just start. But what I, w- what I will say about Pinterest, though, is they're not super, um, they're not super size friendly. Well, uh, that's something that's something to keep in mind. Or just like Google search mm-hmm. or on Instagram, I think even Instagram. Honestly, whoever you're hiring, like if you're hiring a boudoir photographer near you, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out to them. Like mm-hmm. I, I love it when people contact me. I actually used to work in a bridal shop for a little while while I was building my business. So when people walk into my studio, I like know exactly what size they are. I know what fit they should be in. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been able to train my brain to be like okay this is something you want to minimize this is something you want to show off we'll put you in this so I think that you know depending on the boudoir photographer that you're going to if it's someone who has a really good business behind them chances are they're gonna be able to point you in the right direction immediately Mm -hmm. or they're gonna say you know what just show up that's all you need to do I've got everything here that you need and we'll get you in something that you absolutely love yeah and that's really what you want on, yeah. on the day I, you know right you want to feel taken care of and stress and I feel like you do a really great job of that from like the moment that you're a like really from the moment that you're interested but especially from the moment that you like book, book. because I remember we read through you have your portal you have all of your... and we read through your entire you talk about like how to what to do like maybe a couple of days before what to do mm-hmm. the morning of the day of what to expect how to shop where to shop like all of these things which was I mean for us first time bookers first time like really like spending some money to like do to to like have lingerie and do all of this stuff and like you want to make sure that you're doing your best to get your money's worth because it is an investment right. and so I felt I was like this is so great <laughs> and I, all of my blogs and organization skills yeah, I was off. like this is awesome this is perfect because I'm a I'm a I'm a video producer by day and I was like, this is, I feel so seamless. I feel like I'm being yeah. taken <laughs> through like, the process. I know exactly what to expect. This is awesome. Girl, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think you do a great job of that. It takes a lot of time and planning and understanding, understanding what your the customer. questions are going to be and um, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's important because nobody has done this experience before. I mean, mm-hmm. 90% of the people that come to me are brand new to even being in front of the camera other than like right. their senior picture day which like Mm. nobody even prepped us for that shit either yeah but Mm -mm. I think it's important that you know because you're so high on nerves and anxiety Mm. sometimes before Mm -hmm. the shoot that knowing that like okay this is what will happen here here's when you'll show up 
are just going to hang out and go into hair and makeup. Seeing it broken down definitely helps people right off the bat feel a little bit more in control Mm -hmm. and a little bit more like prepared for like, okay, like I can mentally prepare to just show up in sweatpants and go into hair and makeup. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be treated like a Kardashian and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What So what was it like for you when – when it was you for the first time being oh, the subject. Oh, what was your first boudoir session like? Ah. You as you <laughs> the as the subject. as the subject as yeah. the model. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is kind of a fun story. About six years ago, when this whole venture kind of started for me, um, I started shooting in my spare bedroom of my ghetto little house. Um, <laughs> like literally, when you looked outside of the only window of light, there was like a broken down trailer right there. I love it. Yeah, no, not not proud about it, but like <laughs> everyone has to start somewhere. Exactly. So sure. I can't it. Yeah. <laughs> I had another friend actually who was trying to get into it a little bit. She was deciding whether or not weddings was her thing or this was her thing, and I was already past that point of knowing weddings are done for me. This is what I want to pursue. So, she had mentioned that she wanted to start building her portfolio a little bit. I was kind of building mine at the time too, so we decided to find an abandoned barn outside near her that we could go and just like be naked by. So, you know, not only is it nerve wracking being naked, but like being naked out in nature where like someone could possibly (laughs) drive by. It was great. It was totally fine. (laughs) So this place was so strangely abandoned that we actually had coordinates that led us there. So I'm driving to my first shoe and I'm like a little nervous, but like I also know her. So we're already kind of friends. I had a weird oversized lace dress because I was like, oh, it's nature. Like I'll be blowing in the wind in this lace dress. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that flattering, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It should have been more snug. We'll just say that. (laughs) And then I had like underwear. So like my brain didn't even think about like something to wear outside. I was like, I'll just be naked and free like a hippie. I pull in. We're, like, shooting around this broken, abandoned barn by, like, this really pretty lake. It was kind of a really cool spot. And we're, like, taking turns. So now we're just, like, two naked chicks photographing each other in nature. It was very weird when I talk about it now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And next thing I hear is a car driving down the road of a man who is trying to fish at the lake (gasps) behind the abandoned barn. Classic. Yeah, so, I mean, we got dressed pretty quick. We (laughs) kind of ventured to the other side of the road into the woods a little bit more to finish taking photos and stuff. My nerves weren't necessarily there for me being naked and getting pictures taken of because, like, I was confident Mm -hmm. (laughs) that she would do a good job. Mm -hmm. But I was more nervous making sure that I was getting beautiful pictures of her in return. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of just, like, very random, like, running around. So, yeah. I do have the picture still. I was fresh little six years ago, but I still kind of look at them every once in a while because it's fun to kind of look back at those memories that you started. And also like seeing how far you've come, you know? Yeah. And it's different because you're not looking at yourself in a way that you're like, oh, I'm skinnier now because that's not the case, obviously. But you're looking at it in a way of, I remember where I was at that point in my life Mm -hmm. and I was... I was in a way more attractive, I guess, to people because I was thinner, but I was sadder of a person because I was more Mm -hmm. lost, if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Makes perfect sense. 100%. But I'm so much more comfortable in who I am as a person. Like, I look at my photos now happier than I look at them then, but, like, I appreciate my body and my life in both 
places. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of fun. And then I pulled out of the broken down barn, had a popped tire from one of the nails that came out from the barn, (laughs) broke down on the side of the highway and had to have AAA come and get me. Oh my God. Um, When they came to the car, I didn't even have a bra on because I was like trying not to have lines and I had like lingerie all over the place. Mm -hmm. So that was great. <laughs> a true learning experience. It was experience. an experience. Yeah. 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 Wow. Don't worry. I no longer go. Well, actually, I do shoot in the woods sometimes, but they're planned a little easier and nicer now. Oh, my God. I can I only imagine it. being in the forest and having certain things well, it's exposed also, right, right, and being right. like, oh, yeah. my God, bugs. Right. Oh, that would be my number one concern. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god and that, that and like dirt in the vajayjay you know you know what i mean yeah no i uh i <laughs> photographed in utah actually back in february mm. and i was photographing one of the girls i went out there with because i had my big retreat that was happening out there oh. and we were posing on the beautiful desert and rocks and stuff and she had lingerie on she was dressed at this point but she ended up sitting on an ant hill no higher ants <laughs> No. And she's like <laughs> she's like in a pose holding it and I'm taking the pictures and it was like gorgeous. I actually saw the photos too. You're like, hold it, hold yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, don't move. And she's like, Hannah, 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 there's something. Hannah, I think my ass is on fire. Hannah, my oh ass my is on God. fire. And oh. like, she stood up and it's actually one of my TikToks that ended up like going nuts at first because I like sure. was videotaping her butt and it was like blowing up and getting like all these little red marks everywhere. And she oh was like Oh, <laughs> MVP um, right there. Was, yeah, oh MVP. MVP. Yeah. Did the picture come out nice? Oh my god, they were beautiful. So it's right. totally well, matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my worst fear: bugs and pain in that area, like where you can't necessarily get a good vantage point, and like, oh god, no. <laughs> I did. Um, I'll often do river shoots with girls mm-hmm. who really want to do something like very different or like water inspired or yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a stream behind my studio which I'm not sure if you guys even looked out and saw at that time because it was almost kind of dried up I think yeah I think I, I know what you're talking about though because we're we're kind of from that area and like we know I yeah so I- it's coming down from like the lake but since it's dried up and puddly in some spots and then it's like a little bit deeper in other spots mm. it is a great nesting ground no 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 for crayfish like no. little crabbies <laughs> and no. I was photographing another girl in it and I warned people like you're out in nature nature yeah. things happen. happen and same thing she was in a pose and the little crayfish started pinching her butt and no. she's like nope nope get me out of here get me out <laughs> <sighs> the things we do the things we do yeah you know? right yeah you just oh have God. to decide if you're going to commit or not to the nature shoots in yeah. my studio you're safe you're golden the oh. elements are but- controlled yeah, outside <laughs> is always going to be an adventure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will. Let, I will say that there was there was a bee buzzing around when you were taking oh, the, photos. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The windows were open. Yeah, there was a bit of so there, there was some adventure some inside too. There was some high tension. <laughs> <laughs> high stakes. <laughs> but I thought of a talking about the lake. So I, it made me think of a story. Lynn and myself have our parents have a lake house that a hop and a skip. You could throw a pebble to Hannah's studio, and there was one time this summer when we were on a oh, boat wow. on the lake and our friend just booked our session yeah and our friend so we found our we found you through our friend molly who had done a group boudoir session with you and when molly was like oh you you're um That's you're so in awesome. bantam She's hannah probably- hannah you know you gotta look out for hannah's i know she goes on the <laughs> lake sometimes and so we were on we're our on boat and i look out and i'm like 
is that Hannah? <laughs> and we had like, no we contact. You. We had no contact with you at this point. And so, yeah, and I think so Nicole were, and I are like, like squinting, <laughs> like really like <laughs> staring you down hard and like trying to figure out if it was you and your boo. Cause it was like you and your boo on a fishing boat. And he just yeah. like, he was like, Hi. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, we should have called out and like, Hannah, <laughs> see you October 2nd. <laughs> that is, I mean, honestly, like that is my favorite thing ever. Tonight <laughs> I was at the gym and I was getting like a look and I'm kind of just like, you know, working out at the gym right, right, and yeah. I can see him like looking at me in the mirror. Uh-huh. So I kind of like made eye contact and just like saluted him because yeah. I'm awkward. So uh-huh. I was like, I'm just going to. Hello, welcome. That's awesome. (laughs) And he took out an earbud, so I took out my earbud, and he was like, are you Hannah? And I was like, yes. He goes, Hannah from Instagram? And I was like, I mean, I have an Instagram. (laughs) I mean, I do have an Instagram. (laughs) But it's like, it's so much fun when people recognize me or like- Because I, I mean, the whole way that I try to build my business is that I want you to feel like a friend when you're coming in. I want you to feel like you already know me and you're already comfortable um, like I'm clearly very open on my social media platforms and mm-hmm. everything that I'm talking about all the time. So when people take advantage of the situation and they're like, you're Hannah from Instagram. And I'm like, hell yeah, I am. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> yes. So if you guys yelled across the boat, I would have been like, yo, come fishing. Uh. (laughs) I'll toss you guys a bass. Oh, yeah. Well, next summer, next summer. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) I was like, he probably thought we were so weird. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think he, he has definitely gotten used to me and social media and people recognizing me and Mm -hmm. it's been kind of fun. Yeah, I'm sure. So you had a very exciting subject or model this year as you had one of the teen moms mm-hmm. you photographed one of the teen moms and so that was super super duper cool but with that I think you on the day of our shoot it was like, like two days after it was that. like a couple days after yeah. that and you said oh my god all of these trolls are coming up out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> so one of our questions was how do you deal with any negative Nellies mm. so I think that my biggest thing to tackle honestly are more so people that are negative to themselves Mm -hmm. because you know people can say whatever they want about me that really doesn't bother me it hurts when they say something about a client or something because I don't want the client to feel a certain way thankfully Kale was very used to it so she actually the day that we released her photos I was like crying in a corner because Mm -hmm. I was like terrified that you know she was going to see these mean comments or something and they were saying mean things about me at one point and I was like oh no it's my experience with her is ruined because she's just going to see these little angry people. Right. And she called me and she's like, girl, everyone loves them. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you can't, you can't think about like those people. You just have to like ignore them. They're just online, just like have nothing better to do. So I think that, you know, if you're going to get to that point where you're like, all right, I'm going to post my photos and I'm going to post them on social media and I have a, a decent following. So like things can definitely happen. Mm-hmm. You have to be confident enough in yourself to be able to say that, like be able to be like this person's opinion on me is jack shit. Like it does mm-hmm. not right. matter. Right. And yeah. you also have to realize too, that if someone has something negative to say about a stranger, it's really what they would say to themselves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the most angry people hate themselves more than they could hate anybody else. So when they're able to say such mean comments, it's like, 
what is it called like self-reflection yeah on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. who you are as a person mm-hmm. they're saying more um, about themselves than they are yeah yeah so I feel like I'm able to just be like okay cool you think I got a big butt dope no one ever wrote a song about a small butt so I'll take that compliment <laughs> noted that's yeah. the point. And I, I know that I know that I said this to you on the day of our shoot, but it's like once you reach a certain level of Instagram followers or you know fame, fame or, whatever. or whatever it is, you, those trolls are inevitable and mean mm-hmm. people. And and I a lot of I have heard a lot of the times that once you get the the haters, that's when you kind of know that you've made it. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, and I I just can't imagine spending my time typing out something mean and posting it and yeah. saying it to someone I just can't yeah. I can't imagine putting my energy into something like that I just yeah. don't understand no. it my whole life goal is literally just like compliment strangers like I was yeah. at the grocery store even though this old lady was fighting me for my Clorox <laughs> like a woman walked by in a really cute floor-length denim jacket and I was like damn you look cute and she got so excited because mm-hmm. like we have masks on. You can't even see when people are smiling at you. But, like, just shouting across the milk that she looks cute. <laughs> like, her day was made. So how can you how can you spread so much hate when there's already so much in the world? Yeah. When yeah. you literally can make someone's day. Like, yeah. Right. Right. And especially – Positivity is so powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to treat people the way that you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Being mean to someone is not going to change anything. It's not going to – bring any Mm-mm. bring any goodness or power or change or positivity to any it's not going to do it's just going to make people feel bad right right and especially especially in in an environment and what with what you do with empowerment for photography it's all about making people feel good making people love themselves right it's no place for hate right no place you can take your haterade and go somewhere <laughs> else exactly. yeah okay so like let's level it down just a for just a smidge and like what about people kind of more everyday people or maybe when you were first starting out and posting your first boudoir photo and you're worried about what your peers are gonna say I think that that's another thing too that you know kind of crossed my mind obviously when I first got into boudoir I was sharing a lot of photos of myself as well as clients Mm -hmm. so there was always that conversation that would come up between either my parents or my close friends or something like are you sure you want to do this Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. not like like backhanded compliments in a way like this is pretty but like do you want to show this and I'm like you know what like I went to Spain one summer And it was literally the most amazing thing in the world because human bodies were not looked at in a way that they are looked at in the U.S. I was running around topless on a beach in (laughs) Barcelona, like living my life, and not one person looked at me sexualized or like weird. Mm -hmm. And yet here, I mean, I have like double D boobies. So, like, I wear, like, a low-cut shirt and you have creeps and, like, people being, like, oh, cover up or do this. And it's, like, it's a Mm -hmm. human body. We literally Mm -hmm. all have the same thing. Everything's Mm -hmm. different sizes and shapes. But once you've seen one, you've seen them all. So, for me, I'm definitely very Mm strong-willed where even if they told me not to do it, I was going to do it anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that with my parents that helped because – They were like, okay, well, just be safe if you're going to post something, monitor it, and just make sure. And it's like, honestly, they can say what they want. Yeah, it's like, really, what is, like, being safe when posting it? What does that mean? I Yeah. I think it's people are more afraid of you getting your feelings hurt. Yeah. 
instead of being like, fuck yeah, just do it. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. I think you have to be mentally prepared. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And know why you're posting it. Right. And if you're posting it just to get self validation validation then maybe you shouldn't be posting it because who knows what's going to come necessarily the reason to post it yeah right so i posted some i posted two two photos well we we reposted what you did and then we post i posted like two photos of mine that were pretty level level one Mm -hmm. i'll say (laughs) and i'll just modest (laughs) yeah and i remember i posted i was like i'm i'm just so excited to share them and I am so, and I love them, and I, and I want to like promote this experience because I thought it was fun and all of this good stuff. So that's why I was posting it, and also like I look good. And I'm excited. <laughs> and so I also that I went, I hit the post bus button, knowing that I was gonna get probably ninety to ninety five percent positive feedback, love from mm-hmm. my friends, probably mostly like likes and shares from my like good girlfriends and uh, and guy friends and all of that stuff. And I was probably gonna get like five percent people either like avoiding the post. Yeah. <laughs> or people being or like sketchy stuff. Mm. Right. <laughs> and I did get one sketch. I did get one sketch, but it was just like a matter of like, okay, cool. Understood. Oh oh you have to tell um the, the mom. The, the mom? sugar mama? The sugar mama. Didn't, wasn't that you? What? Someone asked you to be, tell the story. Oh, <laughs> but I don't think that was off of that post. No, no, no. But you have to, uh, the side Were note, you requested I, to be a sugar baby yeah. and to I maybe was, send feet pictures? It happens I was, sometimes. I was offered, I was offered to be, I was, someone somebody wanted into, to be my sugar mama. Yeah, someone so slid into a her lady, DMs. An older lady asked me to be my sugar mama. And I was like, this is very flattering, but no. Um, <laughs> I actually, I just, I mean, in those moments, you just don't respond. Like, right. like <laughs> move on. I mean, maybe she, I mean, I hope she and a, consensu- a consenting other human found their happiness. <laughs> right. Someone out of the woodworks from like two, three years ago popped up and like started, and like, he texted me and then he, and then he called me and oh, I was no. like, I was like, honey, what do you think this says? <laughs> like, I post I post a, a sexier photo and all of a sudden you're blowing up my phone. What do you what does this say about you? Right. That's not why I posted this. We can move on. Thank you. It's not like I haven't posted a selfie yeah. <laughs> or like a picture of me in like a decade. No. Anywho. And then he called you. Yeah, and then he called me. Like yeah. within within ten minutes of me posting it. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you lose my think fire. That- I mean, that's definitely something that happened to me like once or twice when I started out. I honestly, (laughs) it's really funny because when you're first doing it or when I first started doing it, obviously I was trying to start this business. So Mm -hmm. people could see what I was doing and why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And I was never really like a, like I've always kind of worn like higher shirts, kind of hidden my boobs, always tried to be a little bit like following the rules of you're going to show one thing, don't show another thing. So I've been like, pretty modest my entire life so once I started sharing photos all of a sudden like you could slightly see my nip or something people are like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I always just kind of respond respectfully honestly dude one this isn't for you mm-hmm. if you get enjoyment out of it do not let me know mm-hmm. this is for me and that's it mm-hmm. and honestly like because I've got a little bit more of a thicker thigh to me I'm you know, in my posts and the way that I'm describing the photos as I'm posting them, I'm talking about self-love. I'm yeah. talking about normalizing bodies that, you know, are going to be more visually like seen when you're at the beach. You know, I'm always talking about this idea of 
modeling and how you have to be a certain height, weight, size, and shape. And I'm kind of just trying to smash it. You don't need to be this. You don't need to be that. Mm -hmm. You can be a size 12, 14, get in front of the camera, still look good. You got Mm -hmm. cellulite and stretch marks. So the more I think that I describe this kind of stuff, and when I photograph men, I'll put up the same thing. You know, you're at the gym working out because you're scared of your own body image and you're trying to make things better. And I think that over the years, when it first started, I would definitely get those like weird little DMs and like (laughs) dick pics every once in a while. You just block them, ignore them, and move on. Right. Slide them away. Just... (laughs) You can just kind of like shut the door on that one. Swipe left. Swipe them away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now, you know, after sticking my ground and standing up for the things that I believe in and saying things out loud, I get so much more love Mm -hmm. from the people you wouldn't expect. And I think that, you know, I have a lot of husbands that reach out to me letting me know that like I've photographed their wife or their wife follows my page and that they started following my page because their wife would bring me up and now they're reading the same things their wife are reading and Mm -hmm. it's opened up communication to see that like after they've had a baby, why she's not looking at herself in the mirror and why she's not wanting to have sex or why she's not wanting to do certain things. And they're like messaging me, talking to me about how like I'm helping their wife come out of this like body funk. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I have men DM me often but it's not the DMs you would expect. It's always something like you've honestly touched me in a certain way from reading your posts. Yeah. That I can see what is so beautiful now. And I never knew what cellulite was, but like, I just want to let you know, like, it's awesome. Like Mm -hmm. seeing these ways that people interact with me, honestly, like I am constantly looking at my phone and just smiling because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of good out there and there's a lot of good people that follow me. And I, just love them all so I'm thankful that the dick pics and the feet dms and the weird things have kind of subsided Uh yeah yeah, yeah. but it's it's just important that you know if you're going to post your boudoir photos and you have to mentally prepare yourself that it's okay to be completely honest about why you're posting it Mm -hmm. how you feel after posting it and I think that you know communication is so important and social media where there's so much to interpret from it yeah. That, you know, being able to be real and be like, listen, I have had an eating disorder and now I'm proud of my body. Like, you're going to have so much more support. Or, yeah. if you, you know, I've gained weight over quarantine, but like, look at how fucking hot my cellulite looks. And mm-hmm. everyone will be like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah clapping yeah. for you. So, yeah, I, I think that's a really good tip. And I also feel as though half of the empowering factor is posting them. Right. Like, each each I'll say each stage has has hit me differently and I feel I mean obviously it'll be different for whoever is going through it but for me taking the actual photos was less was the least stressful part I think I mean obviously I'd never done that before so there was some nerves but I also was like we did a lot of dancing and gymnastics so there's like girls changing and like people running around and naked trying to like go to the like quick costume change so like being more naked around yeah people. that didn't make me nervous at all it was more waiting for the pictures because I was like oh my god am I gonna hate them I don't right. like them. <laughs> I know and I know how my mind works I know how you operate you're gonna be mean you know right. so I was afraid 
I was it was more anxious for me to see the photos and then I think posting them will be a whole other experience yeah I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say I'm nervous to post them but I do think it's gonna make it it's you're being vulnerable in a sense and it's a little scary to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and I've never posted underwear pictures before so (laughs) I think that'll be a new experience but Mm -hmm. I mean and like I said it'll hit people in different ways but you you grow I think in every at every stage and then you learn a little bit about yourself. you learn a little bit about yourself yep and then I think you it's like oh I did it I, I got through, <laughs> I got through that stage I got through that stage and you know I'm resilient you yeah, know? right <laughs> so it's funny too because I have a lot of people that will reach out to me you know after their shoot and be like listen I'm not really ready to post on my side but like I would love to be seen on your page oh, mm-hmm. nice. and a lot of people will tell me you know I'm excited to be seen on your page for a couple of reasons like one because it's you like I know whatever you write underneath it is going to mean something to someone mm-hmm. and I'm going to be helping someone by them seeing my body whether it's you know similar to theirs or different from theirs like mm-hmm. there's always a growth like you said And I think that people kind of use that as like a way to see how strangers respond to them versus friends and family. Mm -hmm. Because a compliment from a stranger is so much more powerful than a compliment from someone that's close to you. Mm. Like I feel like sometimes you feel like the people that are closest to you compliment you because they like they love you. Mm -hmm. But like it's a different than someone that has no idea who you are and just being like, damn, you look so good. And you're like, oh. (laughs) Me? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that it's so important that like you know if you take the risk and you decide that sharing them is something you want to do it's just it's powerful and mm-hmm. it definitely is a whole like soul searching experience the entire time because honestly most people are totally nervous for the anticipation leading up to the shoot once they're in my studio it's like all nerves have completely gone away especially after hair and makeup they're mm-hmm. like ready yeah yeah. and then I recently started doing reveals the same exact day of shoots so there was no wait time anymore so it's like kind of just throwing people right into the fire like right away like Mm -hmm. first you're gonna get naked then you're gonna do this then you're gonna do that and then you're gonna see your photos which is like which is which is a machine yeah you are super I don't know if people understand what that means for like you and your same day a same day turnaround of like crazy and you give people like a hundred some photos to choose from in the original you know so that's just so much work to have like so streamlined so props for that (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's it's funny though because it's easy for me because I for one thing like I don't promise you anything other than yourself so I'm not promising you all airbrushed and smoothed out Mm -hmm. and turned into a Barbie and all morphed and warped like I am simply photographing the beauty that I see in you right then and there so for me to sit down at my computer for a half an hour while you go and grab like a sandwich down the street and come back, I am, again, not doing anything crazy to these images because I want you to see the beauty that I see in you. Mm-hmm. So I'll stylize them. I'll color correct them to, so that they match my work of my flow of images and art. And then once you sit down and see them, it's just you being able to see exactly who you are as a person. So you're not retouched. You're not, you know becoming something that you're not and it's nice because you know those little stretch marks that you think are so noticeable you're like oh 
I, I barely even see them or they're there, but they look really good for some reason. And I don't know why. <laughs> so it, that's been, that's been totally awesome to just add on the same day, get rid of all that stress, that anticipation. Mm-hmm, Cause mm-hmm. when you have that time to like psych yourself out, you mm-hmm. do, you like go into a panic and you're like, Oh my God, I looked at myself in the mirror after that day. And I had like the Grinch stomach and you're like, I'm going to hate everything. I don't want to see them anymore. Mm. When in reality, you're like a smoking hot babe the entire time and every second of every day. So mm-hmm. no, yeah. it's fine. I was very pleasantly surprised by my photos mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, I don't even want pleasantly surprised. I don't necessarily want to say that, <laughs> you know, I know how my mind works and I know it can right. mean sometimes, but I, there, I liked all of the photos that I yeah. saw. We got in our car afterwards and we were like, oh, that wasn't that bad. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Um, I think this is a nice kind of so we've talked a lot about like what you get when you what you get when you book and kind of what to expect and I think like a lot of your you have clientele that is a bunch of ages so like people that are all right what would you say your age range is so honestly my typical age range tends to be somewhere around like 30 to like 65, 70, honestly, (laughs) Um, with the majority of them being like 40s, 50s. Wow. Well, so we were young because we're we're 25. We're on on the younger end of that spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the things for us before booking was like, hmm. How much do I want to invest in myself? Because mm-hmm. it is it is an investment. It's a it's a chunk of change. I'd love for you to kind of talk about why it is worth the investment. I think a lot of people, especially if you don't work in the creative field, mm-hmm. if you don't work mm-hmm. in the creative industry, seeing those prices just like cold, it can be yeah, it's like sticker shock. It can yeah. be a little jarring. <laughs> yeah. But I also yeah. we did a little looking about looking around at other people in the area, and you do have competitive pricing. And we decided to go with you because we, like your we liked your stuff the most. But I I think there's a lot of people out there, like I said, especially who don't work in the creative field, who will see that price and be like, oh, why is it that much? But they don't understand. Right. They don't understand what goes into the whole thing. Yes. So, I mean, a lot of the things that, you know, kind of create that price point, a lot of it honestly comes down to my years of knowledge, you know, being able to walk into a place, know exactly what will fit you, know exactly what lingerie to put you in, knowing exactly what poses to put you in. It's like years and years of literal just absorbing and, you know, education and taking all these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's really no like trial run because everybody is different. So like, the amount of education you have to invest in to become a photographer or to Mm -hmm. do these things is Mm -hmm. enormous. And just like you would as any other type of art, like the better you get, the more expensive you get. Mm -hmm. And, you know, art, again, being a luxury, I would say, Mm -hmm. you know, Picasso doesn't cost $10. For sure. (laughs) Never will. (laughs) So the more that you become, you know, that artist realm, I guess, the more that you become – someone wanting to become your art, that's where a lot of that pricing comes from too. Mm. The other nice thing too is I use all US-based products. I do not outsource anything to any other country other than Canada for some things. Um, And I try to keep things very local. So I'm paying top notch for a lot of my supplies and a lot of my suppliers to, you know, have genuine leather albums and have, you know, gold edging and all these like fancy little things that kind of come into play. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, with photography, with editing time, with 
you know, all those blogs that I write so that you're prepped and getting ready to go. Like there's a lot of hourly time that goes into it. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with wedding photography. You know, wedding photography is around the same price as Mm -hmm. what I do. And it's based on the amount of hours and time and education that goes into it. So it's, it's an investment, of course. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, for you, it is no different than paying for a therapy session. Mm -hmm. And this sometimes is like the best therapy session you could ever get. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, obviously I'm not a doctor, but (laughs) it's like I studied psychology even when I was starting to get into this because I wanted to know why we talk to ourselves this way, why Mm. we, you know, why certain things about us are damaging to (laughs) ourselves. So like I definitely took the time mentally to prepare myself for when people are like, oh my God, I hate myself. And I'm like, you don't though. Like it's it's hard to explain, but like you need to see yourself like through someone else's eyes so that you're not going into all of this. I think, that, I think that is so great. It really I'm, is. I'm like chopping on the bit. I think that's so – first of all, I love psychology. Like our listeners know that I have a thing for existentialism and like all of that good stuff. But I also – I just think you're prepared for – like I'm sure you've gotten somebody that's had a breakdown in the studio. Yeah. Or like – and you need to t- you need to know how to talk to them in order to – because like they're paying all this money. If they don't get back into it, then they're – then they're the people that are lost all that money. So like you have the know-how of how to like bring it back, bring it back let's to center. Like, let's talk about it. Let's really, you know, I think right. that's, so you're getting on top of, um, I don't know if we've said this yet, but like you have somebody that comes in and does hair and makeup. You Like you, yep. you're full glammed out and like you have the personal, um, you have the option to use the, the, the closet, the, right. All of this stuff, all of this stuff encompassed in studio. one day the studio space all of like multiple sets in the studio space and um and then on top of that you've got like this great human and human ability I don't even know what it is to relate honestly it's just Mm -hmm. knowing that you know I have my own body image issue so being able to relay that and appreciate it see it define it and kind of put it into a bubble. I'm able to see it when someone else comes in with the same issues. Yeah. I'm able to, you know, really sit down with people, read their body language, which is a huge thing mm-hmm. in this, and mm-hmm. know the difference between nerves and comfort mm-hmm. or discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, I actually joked with a couple of clients. I've had some – I mean, I love every single person I've ever worked with. Like, I am such a – empathetic person that Mm -hmm. I'm able to get on every single person's level and really just kind of like level that playing ground, become who they are or sometimes even what they need at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've had those sessions where they've ended in tears with us just like hugging and holding each other because like that's what they needed at that moment. Yeah. And it's funny because you know how they say like hairdressers know everything about us because oh, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. like they know all of our dirty secrets. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like that's kind of what mm-hmm. this has become for my business and why my business has become so popular because I have become that therapy session that, you know, people don't like going to the doctors and don't like saying the word therapy for some reason. It's like some type of like taboo still, which is weird. But I think that it's so important that, you know, they have this little bit of therapy session. Yeah, I that's so true. Like, it is a therapy session. One thing that I wanted to add was, like, for some comparative prices. So, like, I've worked on a couple of 
campaigns for like different brands. Um, and I, I don't want to say like professional shoots because I consider what you say like a professional shoot. Um, but like these ad campaigns and a makeup artist for a for a day's shoot costs like six hundred dollars which is way more than what you're paying for even for like a days of your shoot and a day's a day of for a professional photographer is fifteen hundred dollars for the day so that's just that's just labor that's not that's right. not even including the hours that they're going to spend on editing the photos which is usually like a couple hundred dollars an hour and actually retouching, retouching <laughs> yeah. and actually paying for like the product itself so you're very well priced and I just want to like for put those for- number for if people that are number people I want to put that in their minds because it's it, sometimes people need to I, especially I just, like, you say your client base is mainly like 30s to 40s area like that's like the bulk people who are in their 30s and 40s might have like more established in their careers maybe that's not the numbers aren't as scary, scary as like someone who's in their early 20s yeah. Yeah. so that's true but I think I, I mean we really were like I would love to do it as 25 and be able to be 60 and have this because we got a little book and be like this was me at 25. Yep. It's like a little time capsule. <laughs> like, how cute am I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, or not grand. cute. How badass am yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's we, like a, yeah. <laughs> we really wanted to bring up the money aspect mm-hmm. because. And like I, why it is a good investment. Yeah. And I yeah. think because we've, we've heard a lot of people be like, oh my God, you paid that much or it's that expensive or blah, blah, blah. And it's just, we wanted to, as Bring Lindsay said, demystify Why the numbers. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And it's nice because, I mean, here's the other thing you have to think about too, is there's a lot of insurance that goes into this. And I have a 2000 square foot studio. And like you said, I've got tons of sets, tons of different furniture and photography or art or videography or any type of thing that doesn't necessarily have like a set price to it mm. or you're paying for the quality of time you truly honestly get what you pay for and you know it's it's the same thing as like you know the salon that's open across the street gets a new salon on the other side that says you know we only charge five dollars for haircuts and then the other salon says we fix 500 or five dollar <laughs> haircuts yeah. you know so I think that you know when you're investing in photography photography is more than just like a pretty picture it is literally that moment in time stopped and frozen forever. Mm-hmm. So when photography is the only thing that you have to look back on, especially with weddings, like if you pay what it's worth, you get so much more in return. Right. So you want that's another that's, big thing too. You want someone that's going to get it right with every click. So you have like all right. of the, which I feel like like that's what I because thoughts. Because <laughs> you, you want to get like you'd so much rather have like a million or like for in our cases like 170 amazing photos to choose from rather than like only 10 Two. like okay well you <laughs> fucked up all of those other shots yeah. so I only have 10 to choose from which I remember us sitting in front of all of our photos and being like ah okay hmm. so we have, to, we have to narrow it down <laughs> which ones but, right and then when you're done you have you know your absolute favorite like mm-hmm. 20 photos that like you know you can't live without you love right. yourself and all of them you can't even pick something out to say something mean to yourself if you wanted to Mm -hmm. and that's really the whole point of it is like and especially with boudoir photography like you don't want to just go to any regular joe schmo and be like oh hey take naked pictures of me (laughs) 
you want to make sure that your photos are protected afterwards, that they're in good yeah. hands, yep. that your privacy is protected, whether you want them online or not. Like exactly. my yeah. printing companies, you know, I have two of them that will do female only printing if I request it, where only females will be using, like be oh, wow. going through the process of building your albums, printing your workout. That's beautiful. And honestly, they've even been great with like religions. If there's any religious wow. reason for someone to, that a man cannot see their hair, for instance, I'm able to suggest, you know, I need a woman to work on this project. And they're like, okay, no problem. That's Fabulous. awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. so yeah. thoughtful. Yep. See, this is like, this is exactly it. This is exactly it. Like you have a thoughtful, you have like, you're very human and like, you're not like this corporate or like this weirdo, you know, like, you're, <laughs> you're very thoughtful behind what you do which I think is awesome. So Hannah, what are your goals, dream shoots, and a dream subject? (laughs) Ooh. So, I mean, my goals in life really, I mean, I feel like I'm living my dream already. And I know that sounds like really weird, but I've always just loved being able to like spread love. Mm -hmm. It sounds so cheesy. I swear I'm not this cheesy in real life. No, no, no. (laughs) But, I mean, just being able to create a world that, like, we're not so hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, that's definitely a dream that I will continue to pursue because I love, like I said, working with everyone that I've dealt with and and being able to show them a little side of their beauty. Honestly, I loved shooting with Kale. So, like, I think it would be fun to continue shooting, you know, celebrities or, like, Mm -hmm. well-known people and – help them a little bit on their journey if they're struggling with self-love or just kind of show a different side of them. Maybe make them become a little bit more realistic than fake and processed that Mm -hmm. other photographers might shoot them. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimate dream goal is to be like retired by 40 traveling the world, but (laughs) same, (laughs) right? (laughs) Get into that like travel photography, doing retreats with women, just all these things that I feel like I'm already in the process of pursuing, honestly. Yeah, manifest that shit like crazy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Just get it. Yeah. Women empowerment retreats, I think, is like my next big thing I'm chasing for sure. Yeah, that's definitely on my – I want to do one on of your retreats. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. – if if we didn't – if Rona wasn't around, we would – we would have like – I would have snacked up that Maui <laughs> that spot. Yeah, we been like <laughs> – so quick. How might someone do a DIY shoot if they – if they wanted to get a little sexy at home. So our iPhones are great because Mm -hmm. they have these self timers. So I would suggest setting up your phone in an area near like a window with some, with some like natural light and opening the curtains so your neighbors can peek in. Yeah, yeah. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) And just using that like natural light coming onto your body and honestly just kind of like dance around, put your butt near the camera, you know, take that time to really like Touch your body, hug yourself, kind of just feeling your vibe, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, let it record as you kind of move around and then watch the recording. Be very kind to yourself. Screenshot the areas that, like, you think you really, like, your butt looks good and you're kind of supermaning and sticking it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, slap a little filter on it and send it to your BFF and be like, here's my ass. Here you go. (laughs) You're welcome. Here you go. Yeah. Right. You don't realize how in the photos you really like you put you pop your booty your out. Booty out. I so think much. the boot the booty pop. I was so nervous that like because from what I read in your blog and from what I also did like a little research on my own, I really thought I was going to be so sore. 
afterwards and i really really wasn't that bad it wasn't that oh, bad you, like you it, were the lucky one then <laughs> like, it, like it was definitely a workout and it was definitely a little i was we were exhausted oh we, we came took home, such a long nap we, after on the, the way home, shoot. that's got, right we got subways we got like subs from grinders from bantam pizza and we came home and we fell asleep for like three hours <laughs> so it was definitely a workout we're definitely tired but like i remember waking up the next day being like okay I'm all right this is manageable i'm good it's good. <laughs> it cool yeah there's some people that are not as lucky as you that's why <laughs> I push for like hydrating before and right. drinking water and staying away from alcohol and mm-hmm. not drinking the day of your shoot because like your muscles will tighten up you will get calf cramps you are <laughs> using you know that lower part of your back to like hinge and stick your booty out mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I think we went a little bit more like lifestyle and like soft with your photos just yeah. to be mm-hmm. a little bit more like natural feeling yeah, yeah. which was but that, when that was our vibe yeah, but, like, when people are, like, I want to be hot and sexy, I'm, like, yo, did you stretch? Because <laughs> it's about to get real. Yeah. I, yeah. I started – because Nicole went first, and I started stretching. I started stretching <laughs> while you were going, and then you guys were, like, you're stretching. <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> but, yeah, when you got to get that chest down and the ass up, I mean – It really – I I remember saying – I was, like, guys – because we sent we sent the link to our galleries like everywhere and I was like guys my butt photographed so much better than I was expecting I have a lot of butt shots in my in my in your my gallery yeah (laughs) booty tooch yeah yeah. my good old Tyra Banks oh yeah (laughs) what do you hope to see in the boudoir community in the next couple of years so actually recently I've been teaching now boudoir photographers for about a year. And I've recently kind of started dropping guides and educational things for new and upcoming photographers who want to get into boudoir. So ideally, what I've been working on really with other boudoir photographers and getting into the community is more that body diversity, that normalizing the bodies, the less retouching, the more real. And I think that that's super important. And I also think that the reason I tend to stand out over other boudoir photographers is the communication aspect of talking about the like psychology aspect of it. Mm. Like when I post a photo, what that photo really means, how to self-soothe or stop yourself from self-sabotaging. I think that I'm trying to get more photographers out of their shells to be honest on their side too to be a little bit more vulnerable. And I think that that's like the number one thing that I push for is making sure everybody has a voice Mm. and that they're using that voice for good to make the community better, stronger, and kind of kick out the weaklings that like shouldn't be doing boudoir photography at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But just creating a safe space for everybody so everyone has a good experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another fun story that I remember from the day of our shoot that I kind of wanted to share with our (laughs) listeners more so was – so. We, we did this shoot back in October and I had messaged Hannah about like, what are your, what, what are you guys doing for COVID precautions? Cause we have our mom at home. So we wanted to be all like tight and buttoned up for that. And then <laughs> I, I get to the, we get to the, sh- we get to the shoot and I'm like laying out my, my outfits and I take a sip of water and I, it goes down the wrong pipe and I was like oh god no <laughs> I was like this is this could not be the worst timing I, you know and so I'm like having a cough attack <laughs> and I'm like I'm really sorry guys 
<laughs> I, I swear I'm okay. I just like took it in the wrong pipe. I'm really sorry. And you, were, you were like, you were like, go ahead, just go do your thing. It's totally. Fine. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is the worst. This is the worst. Yeah, that classic. No. <laughs> and then you know when you try and hold it in and you start to like tear up and then you make even weirder sounds. You're like, yeah. you know, it's just. <laughs> I was like, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to share that story. No, we, I understand, you know, allergies happen and if you're <laughs> dying from taking a sip of water, I'm just like, yeah, get, just get it out. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just don't die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was funny and I remember that. I'll remember it fondly. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, do you have any other questions? Um, What would you say is your, um, was your favorite shoot so far and why? Hmm. So it's hard because every time I have a shoot, I feel like it tops the last for some reason. I'm always just kind of loving that feeling of like, oh, like, oh, today's going to be a new day. Everything's going to be fun. It's a new session. It's exciting. But there's definitely this one person that I've worked with a couple times now. Um, This is one of the people that kind of stands out in my mind first. We'll keep her anonymous. But she has... You know when, like, you can see someone grow? Mm-hmm. Like, their growth just kind of takes off. Mm-hmm. After the very first shoot we had together, you know, you could tell that the persona and, like, who she was was someone different when she was leaving. And her and I are good friends on Facebook. We still communicate with each other all the time. She recently just did another shoot with me. This is one of the shoots that ended with us just, like, holding each other, crying, being exactly what each person needed at that time. Mm. So that that person or that shoot always kind of stands out to me because I know that if I'm able to touch someone mentally in that way where they're comfortable enough to open up to me, that I'm doing a good job. Yeah. So I think that there's a little bit of a selfish reason behind it that like, okay, like I'm doing better. Like I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. What I'm practicing or what I'm teaching myself is working to help people love themselves. So I think that, you know, I'll definitely use her as an example that she was a lot of the reason that I wanted to get a little deeper into the psychology side of it to help her more, but -hmm. also help other people more. And she's done about three shoots with me. And every time she does a shoot, you can just tell that she is even happier, even more growth or even more, you know, coming out of her shell. And, you know, she started going to school again and doing all these things for herself. So like she's making moves in Mm -hmm. life now because she did a session with me that just showed her that she was worth taking the chance on herself. Love that. So that was definitely a highlight for me. I I mean, everyone's goal should be to try and leave the world a little bit better than how we found it Mm -hmm. and that's that's doing it you know yeah I always say like when I when I leave this world what am I leaving behind Mm -hmm. who who am I leaving behind to you know what will they say about me or what will happen so it's like one of those things that's like when I know I'm doing a good job now when I'm gone the world will be a better place yeah (laughs) yeah what's your what's your ripple effect you know what I mean right exactly like what it's not necessarily like we still believe you know it doesn't matter necessarily what people think about you but it's more like how are you affecting the people around you you know what I mean right are you a pot are you being a positive impact on the world I remember this is like a weird blurb but I'll just say it because it kind of came in but I remember when I was little I watched a movie and it was like a stranger smiled at another stranger 
who then made that person's day and they didn't go home and like commit what they were going to do Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's like it was such a strong thing for me to think about that like a a smile from a stranger could save someone's life really do you remember what movie it was no I was like probably like 10 but I was an old soul so I like absorbed it like a sponge mm-hmm. but it was just something that like stuck with me it could have been a tv show like yeah, I had yeah. no freaking clue yeah, but yeah. it's like you just never know what someone else is going through so being able to be that light in someone in someone's life that brings them out of the darkness even if it's just for a little while yeah. that's the impact I've always wanted to have is just kind of be the light that someone needed yeah I love that I feel like that's, like, I have a similar, not mission in life, but I have a similar, like, that's why I love making art, and, like, I, I hope to be the movie that you saw. You know what I mean? I, right. hope to make, I, hope, I hope to make things that, like, you saw and, like, be a ripple effect in that way, and it's, like, yeah. it feels so corny to say, but it's also, like, really, it's a really important part about being human, I think, is to, like, put out, push, paying it forward and all of that good stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah, be the good ripple effect. Yeah, you know what? So if you want to be a good ripple effect, go on, book a shoot with Hannah, and get naked. <laughs> Done deal. Done deal. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the ripple effect for you also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as we're sort of winding down with our boudoir questions, is there anything that you would like to bring to the forefront that we haven't covered about self-empowerment photography slash boudoir photography that we haven't covered? I just want, if anything, for you to take from this is just to be kind to yourself. We're our own worst critic. So I think it's important that you slow down, stop with the self-negative talk. And instead of saying something mean to yourself when you look in the mirror, just compliment yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the main things that I push quite often on a lot of my platforms because I wish that someone had said it to me when I was younger. And that's another thing, too, is I always try to be the person that I needed at that time so like in a way I almost kind of like disassociate who I am with myself try to step out of my own body to tell myself like what to think Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like give yourself advice Mm -hmm. so like if you need to be that that person for yourself to disassociate who you are and what you're looking at and look at yourself as a stranger almost that you know complimenting yourself and positive self-talk is so much more important and just cutting out the negativity will help change it mm-hmm. yeah I think that about does it for our questions and all of the boudoirness um mm-hmm. and we'd love to move on to our peachy clean segment um <laughs> have you have you thought of a story that you'd like to come clean about so it's actually really funny that you guys said this to me because you're like, oh, we just want to know if you want to confess something and come clean about something. And I was like, they know. <laughs> um, well, I'll say, I'll say two things. One that relates to our conversation and one that totally doesn't relate at all. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so something that relates to what we're talking about is I come off very confident online and I come off very strong online, but let's face it, like nobody is that confident. Nobody is that strong. So yeah. my confession today is that I obviously have my own days where I'm like negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate myself. I hate my body, all that stuff. But it's that strength to be able to, like I said, disassociate from yourself mm-hmm. and be kind and like get past that talk and just really like talk nicely to yourself where it's important. So like, yes, my confession is that I don't always love myself, but I always appreciate my journey that I'm on with my body. Mm. 
my second confession <laughs> is okay so this is actually kind of really funny completely doesn't make sense to anything we've talked about but when I was like seven years old we moved into this house and I was so bored and people would just like leave me alone because I was the baby of the family and I happened to find like a bag of marbles <laughs> And I would sit at the top of the stairs and, like, drop these marbles down the stairs just so they'd, like, bump and, like, hit every single stair Mm -hmm. on the way down. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was set up in a way where, like, the bottom of the stairs was, like, tile. And then you had, like, the door right in front of you with, like, the little window panes down the side of the door. I'm, like, wondering what my parents are going to think when they listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) But I was, like, dropping marbles down and they'd, like – hit the bottom step and kind of like roll away right Mm -hmm. so one day I found this like really big marble and I'll just stop right there for a second to let you know that like I was like the little baby of the family but I was like also the bad one of the family (laughs) where they would like catch me like doodling and drawing underneath things and like on the back of things and I like wasn't a I wasn't a wall colorer Okay. But I was like, ooh, the underneath of this table just could be so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's literally stories of my mom finding me, like, with some sharp object in my crib as a baby, like, drawing and, like, sketching into my crib. I I don't know. (laughs) Old soul. Anyway, so this one day, I find this big marble, like, a good old juicy marble. Mm -hmm. And I decide I'm going to go to the top step, and I'm going to drop it down the stairs. Well, this motherfucking marble hits the bottom wooden step and launched itself into one of the glass windows on the side of the door and shatters it. And it looked like a bullet hole. Like, it was just, like, a perfect little hole that the marble hit, broke through in a perfect circle, and then shattered the remaining glass. But it was double pane, so, like... It wasn't going to make it cold because there wasn't air coming inside. It just, like, broke one of the layers of glass. Wow. Yeah, so I confess that it was me. <laughs> did your parents not know that it was you when they – when or were you, or did they know it was you when you – when they saw, like, the you little know, bullet hole? <laughs> I feel like part of them knew it was me, but I was like, no, it wasn't me. Like, maybe <laughs> – Maybe the maybe like whoever was mowing the lawn launched it, and they're like, "But it's not from outside, Hannah. Like it's from inside of the house." And I'm you like, don't "I don't know. know. <laughs> you don't know. There's no footage. There's no. Right. You can't prove it. There's no. Yeah, proof. you can't prove it. They'll never know. They'll never know. So, um, and at that time, I mean, my my parents are awesome. They were always, you know, like adopting kids into the family, and there was always like a ton of people like running around in our house. So, like, I had so many people to put the blame on, and I think. They never knew it was me. But if they're listening to this, like, I'm genuinely sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, this memory just kind of came back into my brain a couple days ago. And I just started dying laughing because I was like, oh, my God, I was such a little shit. And... (laughs) But, like, now I'm a good person, so it's fine. Right, right, right. Totally fine. <laughs> You're cool. You're cool. You're you cool. know what? I feel like you were just a curious a curious soul. You know yeah. what I mean? Curious and, like, action-oriented. And right. And that's nothing to, you know, that's that's something to be celebrated. Exactly. I was, like, seven years old teaching myself physics. like Right? Right? <laughs> Gravity. Gravity. Uh, right. I was watching, exactly. I was watching the Jane Goodall Masterclass. She was saying that she is – she is the way that she is because like her parents didn't like stifle her curiosity rolling around in the grass or like doing all of yeah. these weird <laughs> things and 
my mom was not the mom to be like, oh, that's stop, not proper. That's not doing, that. not doing that. Like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna ruin it. Like she was always just like, ugh, just don't get hurt, okay? There, just don't get hurt. There goes Jane. Yeah, no. <laughs> there goes Jane doing the next weird thing, and she's like, and now like if she if she were to have reeled that back in, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Exactly. You know like my I mean? mom like handed me hammers and was like, I don't know, go build something. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. go have fun. Oh, you want to learn how to grout the bathroom? Here, here's a bathroom you can go practice <laughs> on and tile. Like. I definitely have to like say thank you to my parents um, just because the sheer fact of like growing up and everything that they've done for me, like we didn't come from money, but they never stopped my imagination and they Mm -hmm. never stopped me from doing anything at all. And in fact, my mom was definitely that person that was like handing me power tools at a young age being like, yeah, try it. See what happens. (laughs) Don't chop your hand off. but Like you'll be fine. (laughs) I feel like this is a good counter. I feel like if they're listening, they'll, they'll maybe be a little mad about the the window. Yeah. Then they'll be like a little less mad. Yeah. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Logan. Yeah. Yeah. I remember our, our parents used to just give us a spoon. What? Didn't they just used to like that's there's pictures of us as babies like in a cardboard box with a spoon with a spoon. And we used to just like entertain ourselves with a spoon all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we never had any of the big fancy toys and never had anything like I don't know, like Game Boys and Xboxes mm. and all this stuff. Like we'd have like hand me downs, but I was oh dude, I would entertain myself for hours in front of like I had a milk crate like one of those old-fashioned wooden milk crates Mm -hmm. that was my dollhouse, Mm -hmm. Mm quote-unquote. And my mom used to sit there while I had, like, 30 different personalities for all of my dolls. Like, (laughs) if I saw me as a child, right, based on the stories, I would have thought that I was possessed. Like, (laughs) there would have been no part of me that would have been like, this child will grow up and be fine. Like, I would have genuine. Love it. Oh, God. Well, you turned out fabulous hannah yeah yeah yeah. well thanks the parents did a wonderful job creating a human i'll let them listen to that part of this podcast <laughs> yeah. <Just> <laughs> like okay dial into this time this time right. Stamp. all right well thank you for sharing yeah now you're all now peachy you're all clean. clean right <laughs> perfect thank you so much for dedicating some time to come and talk with us we really appreciate it mm-hmm. and we've no loved, this, loved this conversation yeah, yeah, yeah um do you want to give a little download on, on where people can find you and follow your journey yeah so my instagram handle is at hannah h-a-n-n-a-h dot rachel r-a-c-h-a-e-l dot photography um and that's where i post up a lot of my you know images and my blog inspired posts and just that kind of stuff and then my website is www.bootylove.com b-o-u-d-i-e L-O-V-E, like boudoir, but like also like butt. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, pretty much anywhere you from there, you can find me and everything about me. Mm. All right, Peaches, that was another episode of Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please go give Hannah some love. And if you could follow us at Let's Talk underscore Peaches, and you can check us out on our website, www.letstalkpeaches.com. And while you're there, if you could please subscribe to the newsletter, we put out all sorts of exclusive content there. So that'd be awesome, possum. But until then, we'll see you next week. Bye, Peaches. Bye, Peaches. Bye, Peaches. Yay. <laughs>